0: yeah, we're going to share this message from Ephesians 1. Uh, and we're going to have a look at uh, this scripture and how it's working, the, the story of unity, the story of actually what Jesus is intending and wanting to bring together uh, a sense of unity within his world and within all people. And um, yeah, this is something that is really like keen for, for Michaela and I. We're just We want to actually build something that is making a difference. And we love actually partnering with St. Luke's. You guys are doing so much for our community already. You guys running your your op shop, running your rainbow uh, services, are doing so much for the community. And we love that. We love that we get to partner with that. Uh, I'm so excited about that partnership and not just doing service, but actually um, partnering in the services that you provide um, for the community around and... Excited about what that looks like. Now, imagine you're um, you're sitting at a cafe, uh, you sitting uh, alone, and you, you're hearing snippets of the conversations next to you. I know ne- none of us here do that so eavesdropping here, but imagine uh, you just you hear the snippet of this conversation next to you, and you hear the words, "Let's get in there and take them out." Now, depending on when you turn around and think, "All right, who's saying these words?" The picture changes depending on the person actually saying it. Now, if they were dressed as sports teams, uh, you can imagine that they're talking about sporting events. We're going to get in there and take them out. Maybe they're coaches trying to plan uh, their game plan. Uh, Maybe they're dressed in construction gear. And um, you could think, oh, they're going to get into a work site, get in there and take them out. Maybe they're dressed like bikers. And you're a bit worried about the statement. You're unsure of whether you should call the police. Uh, because it could have this a whole another meaning depending on the context of what the people are there. Now, what we have here in this um, beautiful prayer, this 10? This, 9? Uh, 9, 9, sorry, let is just do maths on the flow. 9 verse um, scripture is this one long prayer from Paul. The Apostle Paul is writing this prayer to this uh, church in Ephesus. And uh, it's this This scripture is actually this one Greek sentence. It's this beautifully compiled sentence uh, written by Paul with all these different little layers to it. There's so much you can get from this prayer. Um, and I encourage you to, to read this prayer during the week and to, to, to see, spot out the different things that Paul is trying to address. But um, there is very familiar words written in this prayer. There's a lot of familiarity. There's words of being blessed, of chosen, of predestined, which you know, is a whole other topic. But there's this, this familiarity in being holy and blameless. And, and when we, uh, could, we could read it and kind of get lost in the familiarity and not actually see what's going on within the context. But as we are invited into not just the, our familiarity of the words, but actually invited in some of the context of how Paul saw it, there is so much meaning that we can Gets. now ultimately we're, we're, we're taking a look tonight at um, the story of redemption from God and the story of redemption that takes place now when um, uh, you know when I grew up in uh, uh, our church and, and a lot of kind of growing up in church there's this this theme of uh, this story of God that is very known it's a story that starts with thinking about God there was God, creator, who created everything, and then there was me. It was me, and I was sinful. I had sinned in my life, and that, that actually created a barrier between me and God. There was a barrier between us, because of my sin. Uh, and so, ultimately that, that meant that, that was either, I was either going to go to heaven, or I was going to go to hell, based on my good merits. Um, but... Jesus, Jesus came and was the, the, the one that actually redeemed us through the cross and through the resurrection. There is redemption for us because of our sin, and so that now, um, if we choose Jesus, we will go to heaven. But those who don't choose Jesus will, in a sense, go to hell. Um, and there's this narrative of redemption that is all actually centered around me. Centered around my sin, it's centered around uh, my response to Jesus and how I then get to go to heaven when I die. It's all centered around this me-focused kind of look, and and there's something beautiful about this kind of there's something good about this and really helpful helpful for us to see. The importance of our decisions. Helpful to see that Jesus actually is the one that saves us and redeems us from our sin. But I, I don't think this was necessarily the way that the Apostle Paul would have seen it. Not necessarily the way that Apostle Paul would have seen redemption at work. Uh, the way that uh, he saw the story of God redeeming was there was this, this God created humanity. And from the very beginning, there was this partnership. From the very beginning, God created humanity so that we could be a blessing to the world. From the very beginning, we were partnering with God to actually do something beautiful in that garden. But as we know, sin came, and we chose to make decisions in our own way. And uh, not there yet, sorry. We 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 sinned. We made a mistake. Uh, but then God was always on the lookout to actually redeem His people. God always wanted to restore humanity back to that beautiful image of partnering together with God. And so he chose a family, the family of Abraham. This person, this Abraham figure, and he chose him and blessed him. He elected him. He said, I'm going to choose you, Abraham. But the very reason that I want to choose you is so that you could be a blessing. ...to all of humanity. There was this partnership that actually was at work with choosing Abraham. There was this choice of saying, I'm choosing you so that you could be a blessing to all the nations, to all people. There was this reciprocal nature of what Abraham was... He was chosen, yes, he was special, but it was for a purpose. It wasn't just for him so that he could feel good and, and go, maybe I can get to heaven. No, it was always so that there would be this blessing to others... There was this redeeming work going on. And so then he, he has this a great family. and A nation is started in Israel. Um, and a people group were, were chosen as these special people, God's people, to be a blessing to the nation, to be a blessing to all people, to actually not just be about self and about how I can feel good and go to heaven in a sense and be in the good place, but it was also that... Others may be blessed. But as you read through the Old Testament, you notice that the people of Israel get it wrong a lot. They, they make a lot of mistakes. They uh, are continually um, choosing other gods. They're continually doing their own thing, continually going after their own way of doing and in the process, harming others, doing damage to the people around them. Um, and so the, the Old Testament... The Hebrew Scriptures are constantly talking about this figure, this person who would come, this one, the Messiah, who would come and actually redeem all things. They would redeem the people of Israel, but they would also redeem humanity. All nations would be blessed. And then Jesus enters the scene. This is how we see the picture of redemption that Paul would would have seen It's not about this individualized self, that I am chosen from God because I'm somehow special and that I get to go to heaven. It's not about self. We're chosen by God so that all may be blessed. Our choosing from God is not about me feeling good. Our choosing from God is about others, that the world may be blessed through us. And so Jesus came onto the scene and Uh, was the Messiah for the the people of Israel, was this figure of saying, I am going to redeem you. I will redeem you. I will create a new heart in you. This this way of living that you felt like you could do it in your own strength, felt like you could do it in your own way, I'm actually going to redeem you. You don't need to live in that way. But I am going to redeem you so that... All people may be blessed, so that all people may be blessed. There's this work of God choosing is not about my, just, just my discipleship, but it's actually about God redeeming all people. And so we see these words, these words that are mentioned in that prayer, blessed. Chosen, predestined, and this is this this election theme. This that we're elected and special. There's something special about us when um, we've come to know Christ, and that has been revealed to us by grace. This beauty of grace that there's something special about what God has done in us. But this this is not about how good we are. This is also that we can actually bring blessing to others. Actually bring. Life to others is not just so that I get to go to the good place when I die this is not what its purpose was it's purpose so that we could actually bring blessing to the whole world bring blessing to all people and so blessing and election is not just about the one but it's about all it's actually about God redeeming all people and so we see that at work in this prayer, this prayer from the Apostle Paul, this, this amazing work of seeing the, the blessing of God, seeing His chosen, how he has chosen us before the foundation of the world so that others may be blessed. And we'll read this prayer again and see this key scripture. And right, right in the middle of this this prayer is verse ten, which we'll kind of get to. And it's significant where you see the structures of prayer. The central, often the central part of a prayer is actually the most important part. The part that that people, the the way that that the Hebrew people wrote, is that that central part was actually the part that they wanted people to understand. The most. And so we'll get there as we kind of read that prayer again. Um, but another point that I want to um, point out in this prayer that off, throughout it, a lot of what is being said, a lot of what is being shown is that uh, this is all possible in Christ. If you see that statement in Christ, it is throughout this prayer. It's actually mentioned 11 times in this prayer in Christ. That this place that we have, that we are being chosen, is not about how we are good, but it's, at, it's when we are in Christ. When we're actually found as his disciples, actually leaning into who he is. We're not the chosen people. It's actually Jesus is the chosen person, and we're just in him. We just actually are trying to live our life learning and being in who he is, resting in who he is, and allowing who he is to actually transform how we live, that we move from just this self-focused, individualised way of living that our culture kind of seeps to, and then we're learning how to live this blessing for others found in Christ. Found in him. And so I just want to read this, this prayer again. It's just, I, yeah, I love this. And to see these, these things at work, to see this, this redemption story, that's not about just me and my thing, but it's actually about actually bringing the blessing of God to all people. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Just as he chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless before him in love, he destined us for adoption as his children through Jesus Christ, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace that he freely bestowed on us in the beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace that he lavished on us. With all wisdom and insight he has made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure that he set forth in Christ. As a plan for the fullness of time. And here it is, this key middle statement. To gather up all things in him. Things in heaven and things on earth. In Christ we have also obtained an inheritance having been destined according to the purpose of him who accomplishes all things according to his counsel and will, so that we who were the first to set hope our hope on Christ might live for the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you had heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and had believed in him, were marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. This is the pledge of our inheritance. Toward redemption as God's own people to the praise of his glory. There's yeah, it's beautiful. Love it. Love this thing. Love this prayer. So as we see this plan, this the redemption plan, God is at work redeeming the world. Is at work, at work redeeming us as his people and at work redeeming the world. Our call is to be in Christ. Not just to follow Jesus so that one day we might get to heaven. But our call is actually to bring the very reality of heaven here to earth now. Our call is to see the importance of of living in him so that earth's reality might be the reality here on earth. Heaven's reality would be the reality on earth now. To bring unity for the brokenness and lostness of our world. To see the redemption work of Jesus actually at work, ministering to people, blessing people, loving on people, people who have experienced that brokenness. And, and that's why I love what, what uh, is happens here at St. Luke's. That's why I love um, the, the different programs that go on because of that beautiful uh, work at, at seeing redemption in this community, seeing redemption at work for the broken and hurting people. And so I want us to, to see that, that you are chosen, yes, you are blessed. You have been adopted into a royal family. You have an inheritance. You are redeemed when we call ourselves, when we find ourselves in Christ. To actually see those things is important, but they're not just about what I can do. They're not just about what, how I can feel. And our is not just about me, but it's about actually continually thinking how are you crafting who I am? How are you leading me and, and helping me and discipling me? How are you doing all this in me, O oh God, so that I can bring blessing to others? First, I want to see, see your worth. I want you to see your worth tonight. See how you are special and, and chosen, that there's something special and unique about you. See your worth. And to actually find yourself in Christ. And when we actually think about that, that term, to be in Christ, it's kind of, well, what does that mean? Is this, this like weird term of being in Christ. Uh, for me, the, the picture for me keeps coming back to um, how I'm called to rest in Christ. Actually find my rest in Christ. And that when I actually am, am striving in my own way of doing things, when I'm trying to get things done, and, have, and haven't found time for God, or I've been too busy because it's just been in the blur, or I feel I've you know lashed out at, at Michael, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it happens sometimes. <laughs> uh, those moments are often because I haven't I haven't been resting in Christ. And sometimes I have been, and it still happens, you know, we're human. <laughs> but as we keep resting in Him, resting in Him, have you rested in Him this week? Have you just gone on this week just try to do it in your own strength, or have you actually found time to rest in Him? Rest Him in, in the morning where you're going through your prayers, your moments with God where you're actually just stopping and letting Him fill you afresh. Let, resting in Him throughout the day, at night time. Resting in Him. Finding ourselves in Christ. And I bring this up not to, not to make us feel shameful or like there's something wrong with you if you haven't. But it's, it's about actually reminding us again how important this is. How important this is. This is saturated in this prayer that we would be found in Christ, would be found in Him, actually letting Him lead us. And so resting in Him and actually learning His way is so important for us. You're never too important to rest in Him. You're never too busy. You're never too in control. Let's find at those moments where we actually stop and go, God, I need you. Let's find those moments where we actually stop and hear his voice. We read his word. Let him guide us and teach us as we rest in him. And not let it be a, a place where we're just doing it out of duty, out of just because we have to, but because we just want to be close to him and be found in Christ, letting him guide us and strengthen us. And so firstly, yes, we, I want you to see your worth as you rest in Christ. But also I want you to see your role, your responsibility, as we are found in Christ. Our responsibility is to bring blessing to, to others is actually see redemption at work in our world. Redemption at work in, in our relationships, in our workplaces. Redemption at work in others. See our responsibility in that, and our role is actually to play a part in that. That we have a role of doing that. We sh- we, we're not just, you know, don't just lean upon the pastors or the priests. We, we as Christians, are called... To have a responsibility of bringing blessing to others and actually seeing how can I do this. Thinking about our relationships and, and going, God, I need your help. That's the, a great first step. God, I need your help in this. I need your help in, in actually seeing how I can bring blessing to the people around me. And there's, there's yeah two ways that I... I you know, one of highlights in this, in bringing blessing to others, firstly is, is to think about how we can build genuine community, build genuine community where we're actually invested in one another actually seeing uh, one another and actually wanting to invest into that, building genuine community where we we notice when people feel are looking isolated or or looking like they haven't got people around them, that we actually want to be a part of building genuine community with the people around us, with, with our church communities, and actually be a part of seeing that love grow within one another. But also we're called to show that radical love as Jesus displayed. A love that, that notices uh, the other, that notices those who seem lost or broken, notices those who are, are on the outside and actually show radical love of, of, of kindness and grace, um, of, of maybe praying for someone out in the streets, of actually showing radical love. To see our responsibility and our role to play in this story of redemption that is at work. And so I love that we're we're doing this. I love that we actually get to unite together in these spaces and see what God can do with with our our, combined community of worshipping Jesus, of loving others of uh, seeing this unity that is at work and yes you know different different parts of the service may be strange and weird to, to different people uh, but we look past that because of our loved one we look past that because we actually care for one another i actually we want to see uh, god build something beautiful god do a redeeming work within this community within what we're doing in this space yeah, I believe that God is going to build something beautiful in us. Yes. Yeah. And that's not because of you know, us and the, the leaders. It's because God does something beautiful as we join together and actually unite to say, God, you are king. You reign. You are amazing. Yes. And we just give this to you. Yeah. And so, Lord, right now we, we thank you for all that you do in us. We thank you for your plan of redemption that is at work. The story of Jesus. That you, Jesus, are the the, the Messiah, the one that came to actually redeem us and to bring us closer together so that we may bring blessing and love to others. Holy Father, we just submit to you. We surrender our lives and our hearts to you. That you may speak to us, we ask. Holy Spirit, speak to us. Reveal those parts of us where we just focus on ourselves, want to do it our own way. And lead us closer to you. Let us be found in Christ. Resting in you. Thank you, Jesus. You're amazing. Amen. Amen.